plus 181. That way I can't mess it up. What, what is happening? <laughs> you you missed an entire part. Yeah, no, that's messing up. No, I don't up. know what you're talking about, man. We're, we're still... Hey, welcome to podcast 181 <laughs> show's all yours now man <laughs> uh, well that was new <laughs> good. glad we could mix that up a little keep everybody on their toes <laughs> yeah i was sitting here and i was like i feel like he said hi really fast <laughs> oh there's another video shit <laughs> i was I was waiting for it. I was clicking over here, looking at stats, and then there, nope. there we are. No, nope. yeah. we nailed it. Perfect yeah. flawless entrance. <laughs> Perfect. Well done, Terry. You did Thank great. You. Thank you. I worked hard at that one. <laughs> so, uh... Jesus Christ. That was me. I did that. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. I tried, at least. <laughs> there was some half-hearted protest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Half-hearted seems right, though. Is on this podcast, you're lucky you get half a heart. <laughs> wow. So, what everybody do? What's going on this week? I made a crap ton of changes on my football team. That's what I did. Yeah, you just got to make sure you stay out of last. Right now, it looks like it's the battle between Tim and Katie. That's what I'm going uh, for. Oh, really? Yeah, Kate, I mean, Katie, Tim's second last. Katie's I crushed him last One week. win behind him. So... Mm -hmm. It's it's getting close. Wow. Two weeks to go because our our commissioner signed up so that there's only four teams. So we have one extra week. <laughs> one extra week of regular season. You know what's going to you know happen? Four teams in playoffs, which means what, what what are you what are you doing? Did you what's going on? Oh, today? you know what? I was loading up the, the stats and it went to a YouTube page. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this, what's so what is doing? <laughs> Only four teams make the playoffs, and then the next four make consolation, and then the last four four are just done. So, Perfect. no, but but this is okay because that means that there will be a clear two different losers, mm -hmm. right? So there'll be a loser yeah. for the regular season, but they won't lose twice, and then there'll be a loser in the consolation round. Thank so, God. Yeah. So really, Tyler, if you want to be safe, you really want to end up being like. Third last, which is where I am right now. Yeah, third. I'm killing this. You know, fourth last fourth is last. fine. And anywhere between. I was the nine most strategic. The nine most strategic about this. That was my plan the whole season. I never intended on winning. Yeah, you, you literally said, I just don't want to be last. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing great. I love seeing Tim and Katie down there. Probably the two people besides, like, Weber that know football. It's, it's quite a drivel. I'm enjoying myself. And, and Tim, who's who's leading? Who's leading? If you don't mind me asking, Tim. I I just want you to no, actually, for once, it's it it's Weber. A, it was a very simple question. It's, it's not Weber. It's Adam. It's not. So, okay, I'm I'm confused then. Um, I'm confused because why would you Tyler, ask? Tyler, can you tell me who's leading? Uh, it's a team that uh, can't deflate a soft roll. Oh. Which I think might be Dexter. Ah, oh, yeah. think, I think you might be right. Huh. <laughs> Uh, um, I know we, we talked about this a little bit before this started, and like we're in the banter period. But like, 
guys, like, we've got to be a little bit excited at the fact that we might get Otani. I'm not getting my hopes up, because every time we do this, it never goes the Blue Jays' way. So, well, let's you just know what? let except it for, happen. Except for, like, you know, the David Price trade. I remember when that David Price trade happened, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Like, it, no, it was huge. Because that never happens, and that was a huge trade for us, and then we went on a great run. But And we lost. We did. We did lose, okay. which is okay. fine. But, I mean... But he was a huge part of our playoff run. So. Absolutely. To get into the playoffs was huge. Otani, like, I mean, right now it's us and Dodgers, basically, and I think Dodgers may have shot themselves a little bit in the foot. Um, and Otani gets along with Vladdy. Like, it's just nice to have this kind of excitement. It's something that we never really expected to happen. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's a good fit. And, like, I think it's a good business move on the Blue Jays' part, too. Especially since they own, you know, they own Sportsnet. They own the, the broadcasting rights. It means that they'll be selling the broadcasting rights to viewership people in the States. Be you'll be getting, you're selling the viewership, uh, the, the broadcasting rights to Japan, the Philippines, where there's huge, like, Otani followings. They're going to make their money back. So I've heard that the Blue Jays have like, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Judge seems like the Blue Jays free have sandwiches. Like... Free sandwiches. I heard. Yeah. Uh, that's the that's the Aaron Judge thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there's a, I've heard that there's a budget for getting Otani, and there's a budget for everything else, because it, and I think that's because Otani basically sells himself, right? I'm so. just glad the Blue Jays didn't get Soto. I think he's a a bum. I uh, I just don't think he's that great of a player. But uh, it, it, I did bring up that point, Jason. You know, I said to uh, Dexter today in front of Chris, lovely player, uh, lovely worker of ours. I said, "Hey, you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe Votto still is, has a chance to become a Blue Jay." Would you hate the Blue Jays if Votto is a Blue Jay, but, but you have but no time? This is the greatest thing. Did you just say Soto isn't a good player? I don't I, like him. No, I, I don't think he's that he's, good. I would, no, he's going to be Gold Glove All Star for the next five, six years. Not well, Soto not a has, good player. Was amazing, but the last two years he struggled. That that'll change though. Still so above average. Yeah, Wad Soto's still amazing. The greatest thing about getting Otani is if we do get Otani, our shot of getting Votto is out the window, which is fantastic. We're not going to get Ooh. Votto when when Shohei's going to play one and DH the whole time for next season. We ain't getting Votto. Mid tier. Hmm. He's not that good. I'm telling you. He's, yeah, I, you're right. You're I've right. Never he should be him. kicked off every team because he's that garbage. He's you know what? Not, he shouldn't be in the major leagues. Obviously, like if I tell you what, he's so bad the Marlins probably don't want him. That's right. I'm telling. I'm saying that to Jeff Young right now. No. Marlins would not. The want Yankees Soto. are going to have to give up a huge package for Soto because Soto's worth it. He's, he's and a then great he's going to hit 290 with 30 home 30 home runs like. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be good for us. Soto yeah. being in the American League East, but won't matter because we'll have Otani. Yeah, that's right. Why don't you have him? Yeah. How is Mineta? So what else do we want to talk about? Since you guys don't know what you're talking about, Tim. Oh, is the baseball chat done? <laughs> you're the one of the worst fantasy <laughs> players there is, and. Uh... <laughs> uh, okay, guys, so let's just bring that back. So, Tyler, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about how great Lyle is, because he doesn't cheer for Tim. I know, yeah. <laughs> Team Lyle. 
Do you know what? Un unfortunately, I think uh, I think there's a lot of people who don't cheer for me. I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Should we talk so, about on yourself though? Dreamcatchers, oh, back yeah. in action. Yeah, back in action this Sunday. Sunday. Ready to lose another this match? Sunday, Sunday. Excuse me. What? Well, you're what playing you the champion, so you're not going to win. Excuse me. This how this how it works. This is the Tyler. decline. Ty the Tyler, we we over we, the hill. We, if if we don't win, uh, the bombers are the greatest team ever. Blah blah blah. If we lose, somehow the bombers are going to think we fucked with them. So either way, we're we're in a losing situation Look, here. We're one and one against the bombers. Are, are we one? Of, are we two and one against the bombers? We're, 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 we're one and two. One none and of two. you are brave enough to wear your teen hats but, on podcasts, so clearly you're not that happy. We're one and zero against next gen. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we're, they're. We're, because we gave you a match. <laughs> Is that a big head ones? We're uh, we're we're one in the one and two against the bombers. We need yeah. to get some more hats too, guys. We've had people asking. I think we're two and one hmm. against the bombers. Just so you guys know. Oh, because okay. then they uh, they swapped divisions because they were scared of us. We're out of them, and I have literally given my hat away because we were out of them. So uh, you know what team has hats? Sold their hats. <laughs> uh, I sold my I sold my hat. <laughs> These are for sale still, in case anyone's wondering. They will be at Interprovincial Provincials in Alberta, January 13th and 14th. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's so a great idea. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's terrible. Um, yeah, so we play, we play Van, uh, Vancouver Island and we play the Bombers, so. Mm -hmm. uh, Big matches. Should be a couple good matches there. Well, hopefully they're good. Hopefully in our favor. We've all been playing very well lately, so. <laughs> hey, do you know what? I, What's I, your uh, I, averages at Shard Park as a team? Oh, that doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah. We, have you seen the tour, okay, Tyler? And also, the week before the week before TPC. Tim shot like 780 for four on Sunday. And then no, Dexter. No, I did not. <laughs> I shot 757. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Is so that better? Like, we just yeah, catch I, up when it matters. Gary, Gary, shot, 12, Gary shot like 1260 on, on Monday. When you're old like Carrie, the word is seize up, not clutch seize up. Carrie's Car yeah. not old, guys. Even though we saw something that maybe he was called a grandpa. <laughs> Well, I guess we'll just have to see how Sunday plays out. Uh, yeah. Are you commentating? No. Good. <laughs> Maybe I am now. No, I'm not interested. <laughs> no, no one likes your negative attitude. <laughs> I'm I never like, negative. I feel like Ty commentating when we win will be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. It's You'll have a, a trip whole lot of silence. You can have Joel and I together. Ooh. Is Joel a Dream Crusher fan? No. He doesn't Yikes. even like my team. <laughs> he doesn't like when I put the bowling on. He's like, can we go outside? The <laughs> <laughs> no, outside's oh, nice. OC wants to do it too. And we might... Oh, man. That, that could be a good commentating crew. Or, uh, honestly, or I'm not... It could I, be what, horrific. What, why don't you just... Uh... Asked uh, Lyle, he's get another loser on. 
Wow. Man, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Tim is feeling feisty today. The Dream Crusher yeah. fan base is just being shot at by its own players. Uh, no, we we don't have a fan base, so I'm not losing anybody. You know who Tim Wiseman is? Tim Wiseman is the Votto of bowling because he's shitting on what could be great about five pin bowling. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm definitely that person. Yeah, I, I feel it. That actually, that makes a lot of sense. Sports yeah. reference. Boom. Podcast is over. Uh, we haven't done what we're supposed to be doing oh, on this okay. podcast yet. Should we do that? Should we do that now? <laughs> we should probably do that. Um, so without further ado, back to back, Manitoba Open champion. <laughs> No. <laughs> Podcast is over. <laughs> like, 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 what was, what was you thinking? That was nice. It, 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 You're welcome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a good intro, right? Yeah, that's that been better than the opening shows one. Yeah, fair. <laughs> it doesn't take a lot. No. Mm, it's true. <laughs> Um, how is your flight home? Uh, well, besides being beside probably the sickest person on the plane with no mass, no nothing, it was actually pretty good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> an extra hour and a half in the in the airport when we left, so didn't know how that worked out. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a bunch of screaming kids came and sat around where we, you guys were sitting, so kind of made for a get up and walk around scenario so <laughs> were you yeah. a little under the weather nope no no i was okay. good yeah good good yeah, well, we had wasn't a sure if it was like a hangover thing or something like that no no you were good no yeah good no everything closes down in winnipeg at six yeah. o'clock oh yeah you're right it's i forgot it's hard to so... get hard to get drunk there after a bowling tournament on a sunday right just gotta stay at the lanes yeah. if you want to yeah, yeah like and, even... but then you couldn't stay there because every hour your bar tab doubled. So, like, that was getting excessive. <laughs> well, and even Earl's closed down before we even finished, and we wanted to keep going, and they're like, mm, we're closed. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. That was at 9, 10, maybe. Really? Holy cow. Yeah, it was early. It's, it's such a religious city, right? So like, Sundays is like a true holiday out there for them. Fair. It's, it's every day out there. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. I yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Manitobans and Winnipeg, Win, yeah. Winnipegites, Winnipeg. Still like coming there, but Winnipegans. Winnipegans? No, not no pagans. <laughs> no, Winnipegites. Tim, Tim, Tim Hooper hop in and say it properly. Yeah, come I think on. It is. Somebody clarify this here. I think I think it is Winnipegites. I don't I, think so. I would assume so. <laughs> Winnipeg Onians? Winnipeggers? Winnipeggers. Winnipeggers. Nothing else sounds right except for it. So oh. I, I like I, I like the I thing. Oh, well, I guess we just we just. No, yeah. Tim, Tim Hooper says it's a Winnipegger. He's the smartest guy I know. Yeah. So I, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. It's only a Sunday so, thing. Let Let's go to the tournament. We'll stop <laughs> Winnipeg bashing. It, I'll start with uh, 
the tournament, we can't thank uh, the committee, the Divinities, St. James Lanes enough. Um, I know they, they had a list of things they wanted to work on from the previous year, and I think they nailed most of them, except for utilization in the lounge. We still need to work on that, but other than that, the live streaming, the stats updates, it was incredible, and nobody died this year. That we know of. During no the tournament, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no SWAT inside the hotel. <laughs> yeah, even even watching from home, like everything seemed to go good. Stats were updated pretty quick. Um, yeah. Live stream was pretty good for the most part. So like, yeah, it was it was awesome. It looked like it was really well run. So thank you guys. It was great. It was an, it was another fun, uh, another fun weekend in Winnipeg. I know Tim never wants to go back, but like. One of these years, Tim, you should come out. It's uh, I, 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 it's not because it's in Winnipeg. I will no, say it's cause... pretty sure every time you've talked about Winnipeg <laughs> on podcast, <laughs> it's nothing to do with Winnipeg. It has to do with around being around Christmas, and that's that's just my thing right now. I am more than happy to go to you've Winnipeg. Never given a shit about Christmas in your life, like no, literally. It's just because Cindy. It's just because Cindy and I and. We have things we want to do with, you know, and it just, it just, just makes sense. Because on saying, the same weekend, you came with me to Abbotsford. Yeah, I wasn't with Cindy or had Dyson or So you're blaming like Cindy. I'm not blaming Cindy. I said life has changed. You've said, no, you've, 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 you've literally said She's Cindy. Told, like, no, no. She's <laughs> told me I could, okay, I could okay. go to Winnipeg if I wanted to. So you're choosing not to? I choose not to because I'm being an adult. But besides the point, I plan on being there in July... Yeah, everybody's so, planning on being there in July. So I I booked that in my calendar. I plan to be there. I want to be there. I want to try my best to be there. And if I'm not there, I don't think I'll be just disappointed. But I plan on <laughs> <laughs> I plan on being there. Oh man! Yeah, and it continues. <laughs> I I guarantee that that thing that Tim said nobody died. If I showed up. I'd be I'd be that statistic. All right, so I just let's be clear about that. Let's go on a road trip tomorrow. <laughs> well, um, I don't hate Winnipeg. I don't hate Winnipeg. I hate some of it, but no, I, no, I like the people. I no. like the people. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, speaking yeah. of a, a well-run tournament, um, Derek, how was your shift? Did did your shift go well? <laughs> how was your qualifying? As not very well to start, but I ended up finding a line Friday game morning. for five. I did play Friday morning. And I started okay, 250, 250. And then I got to nine and ten, and I plowed six times for the buck seventy-eight or seventy-nine, and then two sixty, and then I don't know what it was. Lane thirteen and fourteen just found a perfect line, and yeah, brought me back to three eighty-one and put me back into contention, and then just kind of coast with the twenty-one twenty-six. But yeah, it was okay. It was enough. It's always nice when you can, like, at least if you shoot a 176 in, like, game two, you feel like, okay, you know mm-hmm. what, I've got Early some time. Enough. Like, mm-hmm. i got some time. You just need to throw one decent one. You can kind of make that up really quick. 
Yeah. Um, so like that, that's that's a nice spot to have it if you are going to have that sort of thing. Yeah, correct. Um, uh, the inquiring people on know how did you throw a three hundred at St. James? It's uh, the inquiring alluded, people being Carrie. It's and a lot of people for like <laughs> two years, three years. It's um, really tough. You just got to throw more than a double. Uh, there, there it is. Like, I, the number flashing of four, five, or six, it's really helpful to get big <laughs> So I do have a question, two-part two thing here. One okay. is I love the part of the stats where it says the first four and the last four. I just love watching and seeing the, especially the last four when they do really well, you can see them clutch up. I really like seeing that. The mm. other thing is, Derek, when you said you found a line, um, it's not it's not a jab or anything like this, but I want maybe how you can explain because um, you look at the foul line, right? Yeah. So for people that foul line, how do you make that adjustment or how do you change your line? I change my line by a, moving like moving my where I'm walking to half a okay. board. So that's okay. because if I move it too much, it's so drastic. Like if I moved it a full board or even more, then I'm probably pitching outside. I also swapped balls. I was using my soft rolls to start, and it seemed like the, the lanes were a little bit drier. So I used, I went to my pro rubbers, and it so the line stayed a little bit straighter. So I hit a mm -hmm. little bit more of the pocket. And, yeah. That, so those that, are the that two makes, adjustments I made. Makes total sense. I mean, like a, yeah. a, a small adjustment at the at the front is a big adjustment at the back, right? Mm -hmm. So that right. makes, no. Um, the reason they did first four and final four, Tim, was they also, um, in the single spot, they did a uh, quad oh. as well. That's, I think that's a great idea. I like yeah, that. Awesome. Yeah. So is that a side pod and another $20? No, it was part of the single spot. Okay. Well, I, I, I think that's a great idea. Um, I don't know if this is the right time to go over this, but like, I I brought this up before Carrie forgot to play the second screen, or the, <laughs> the second, the uh, second uh, video there. But we went through our guesses for the lane draw, or for for the um, for the cut. We'll leave this here, and then you can go over it, Kate. And I was thoroughly impressed with one person, and I don't say this often about this person. But I was thoroughly impressed with Ryan O'Callaghan. <laughs> and I, I I hate saying it. So the cut for the twenty-four Ryan 20. guessed twenty-one thirty. 20. Yeah. So he was off by two. And then he guessed for the forty-eight cut, twenty twenty. Mm. Look at him go. So how lucky was he with that? He started off on what? Was it 11 and 12? On the his, his famous lanes? His famous lanes? Or no, no. His famous six? lanes are 5 and 6. He doesn't like 11 and 12, but his famous lanes are 5 and 6. That's the one where he yeah. bashed his head against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he hit the pole on 5 and 6 as well. So yeah. I'm sure that was mentioned before. Yeah. <laughs> What a bonehead! So five and six, is, is not not his favorite set. That's for sure. Huh. And the championship sets on seven and eight, right? 
It was uh, this year. Last year was Ma- five and six. Amanda, are you in? <laughs> are you changing stuff here? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. Oh, Who was that? That was Derek Holm. What does that say? This high podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh man. We'll ditch that out of there then. So the qualifying is... qualifying shift went good. You didn't have to play. Like, did you consider playing again at all to try to get into the top twenty? I did. Um, it took a lot not to bowl another shift because. I just remembered what Tyler did at automobile or at the TPC and it worked for him. And after I found the, after I made the adjustment in game five, it felt a lot better. So I thought if I threw another one, it'd be better, but I don't know. A lot of people kind of said, you're fine and you're fine. And it won't be, you'll be, you'll make the top 20 anyways. And then I think it was the Saturday morning shift that it was like, "Uh Oh, I don't think I'm going to make it anymore. And then, we decided to go to the hockey game instead, so I think that brought my uh, yeah question of bowling again to a no, and just went to the mm-hmm. hockey game instead. So, so yeah, um, you and I both uh, obviously proved to people you don't need to uh, to be in the top cut anymore. Just uh, just make the cut and have a chance, right? So yeah, and really the three three games, if you get it going, it, it could be almost like a really good warm up. And if you struggle, well you're probably not making the top thirty two, but Yeah. Just I think that to... the wild cards are like... really great too with that. So how many games did you play on Sunday, Derek? Twenty three total. See and see and that, I think that's I think that's important to say because like <clears throat> you know, when they talk about how you have to like have that first round bye to win, I mean Mitch is a big proponent of that. But I mean he he talks a lot about it, like a club tour and stuff like that. And club tour is a different ball game because that's adding seven games before you do the same marathon that you do at Heritage, right? So, how many head swats? I don't know. It's, it's like twenty-five. 30, is it twenty-five? So it's thirty-two games if you have to do the seven. If you have to do the the so twenty-three isn't a bad number. Like twenty-three is like a pretty standard day. I mean, that's the same as the autumn open, yeah. right? So you're not really losing anything by playing that morning besides, you know, having another opportunity to be knocked out. But if you get through it, then you have momentum already too, which is also mm-hmm. important. Yeah. I, I found that the three games to get into it and then seven and then back down to three was a little bit different because you're only focusing for three. Now you got to focus for seven and then now you only got to focus for three again. So. Yeah. It was and a then little different to change the mind. And then <laughs> yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah. It seemed it's it seemed you don't have like a problem with that though, Derek. Just from past uh, experience. <laughs> I didn't, thankfully. <laughs> um yeah, I guess past experience really. <laughs> and I think last year I, I made the top cut, so I didn't have to bowl the extra three games and then this year was the other way around, but mm-hmm. So I guess it's the same regardless for you. Yeah, it ended up working out that way. So, yeah, I don't know. Just found the right. I think it was my first game, basically. In every every match was the start of of the role. So, mm. 
like I think I started with a 300 in every pod and it, it kind of just made it a lot easier to coast after, but yeah, for sure. Totally. Uh, especially in like those three game ones too. It's like, okay, shoot a 300 right away. You're in pretty good shape. Yeah. And especially with like the house playing semi tough, especially with all the corners, like just getting on an early roll was an advantage. Yeah, it's hard to have people claw back those points from you. Mm-hmm. This might be a good time, just before we go any further, that there was a lot of ladies in this class. There was actually more in the top 20 than there was in 21 yeah. to 48. There was five in the top 20 and awesome. two in the next yeah. 20 so, or 28 players. Definitely proving. <coughs> yeah. yeah, some new Sorry. faces. So just proving to you know any ladies who are thinking about bowling tour events that you have just as much chance as anyone else out there. And you have a chance at going deep. We saw a 50-50 gender split in our top four. Yeah. I, I, I was watching the live stream, and I think no one was cheering for Matt or Derek. They were cheering for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's great. I mean, I think that just... And it, in, was, it, was, it was all genders. It wasn't just ladies. It yeah. was everybody. In the, right? in, the build, in the building, too, everybody wanted to see girl first girl. So it was... It was the consensus there, so everybody yeah. wanted it. It would have been cool to see, obviously. I posted in my Facebook thing about many girls making the cuts this time and a lot of youth. Like, I saw a lot of youth girls making it, and that's a good thing for our club tour, too, just seeing all these youth come in and make cuts. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. 100%. Um,. I would say percentage wise, like there was, there's a lot of ladies that play the Manitoba Open. Always has been strong support in local and obviously uh, coming into play too. Like we had three girls from Newfoundland. There was some from BC, Northern Ontario, like all that over the place. So turnout. yeah, so good. But I think like the percentage of the girls making the cut is better than the guys making the cut. And I think they need to take that into perspective because there's always so many guys playing these events, right? Um, but you can clearly tell, like, we should go through all the stats and see how many girls actually play the event and then see the percentage that make the cut. I guarantee it's higher than guys. Guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the game is clearly, it's not a guy's game. It's not a lady's game. It's, I think it's pretty, pretty even yeah. keel. Like, five pin bowling. That's where it's at. Well, and the only two matches I had head to head against the ladies was Jessica and Brooke. And Jessica beat me in the round of seven. And then Brooke beat me there as well. And then I got back at Brooke afterwards. But like they were throwing tons of strikes and so composed. It was it was good. It was good mm-hmm. to see it. Uh, ROC. Um uh oh. Not saying anything that he got lucky because he obviously he played really good, but if Taylor Michelle didn't find a three ninety out of nowhere to beat Akira, Akira's in to the top sixteen at oh, wow. fifteen years old. Yeah, like damn. Did Dan OC barely squeak in in the other round too? Oh yeah, that's his mo. Yeah. So he he is lucky. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But, but he was he was saying he's like I really need Taylor to clutch up here and beat Akira and he's like I think Taylor started with like a six bag or something he's like oh that's pretty good and then he kept going kept going and then ROC's like 
oh my god, like he needs to stop or else he's gonna pass me. <laughs> he was way down there. That's enough slices. <laughs> I wonder I wonder I wonder if when he went up to Akira after he's like, Well thanks, my horse is still in because that was happened with Rose O C and DPC. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Kieran made his first cut. Yes, that's right. At 13 years old. That's awesome. And he that made it to the 16s, kid. right? <clears throat> so cool. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. There's some really good youth coming up. So that's obviously going to be tougher for the old guys. But <laughs> um, So, yet. Derek, <laughs> do you regret not playing Bakers with what could have been a great team? Uh, I wouldn't say I regret it. But it definitely would have been <laughs> nice to do it. Yeah. You and you definitely... went to bed early that night. What? Yes, I did. <laughs> I was pretty hungover Friday morning, so... Like, know, fri Friday, you party... and Johnstone just disappeared. Thursday just night, well, yeah. He said, let's go back to the hotel and shower. And I said, oh, okay. And I already knew what I was going to do once I got back there. <laughs> so I... <laughs> just in case I bowled Saturday... But it ended up working out. So, yeah, but, for sure. yeah. Um, speaking of bakers, <laughs> she's ruthless, Akira. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that's that's funny. That's a that's a throwback to TPC. Yeah. Right. Because Len had R O C. ROC in his fantasy draft or something. <laughs> and then ROC, like, felt terrible but beat Akira. And, uh, and Len told Akira that that's all right, at least you lost to my horse. So that's funny. I love it. <laughs> it happened the other way around. Yeah. Throwback. I love it. Who um, won the fantasy draft on the weekend? Um, yeah. We don't, we haven't ran one in a while now. Yeah, we haven't ran one this year. I think uh, there's an annual one that. Some um, people Saskia do, does, but yeah. we haven't done one. Gotcha. We need to bring that back, though. And we need to do it right. We need to do, like, an online, like, a full season one where mm -hmm. I found that place that will actually host ours and do it do it all, too. So. Yeah, and then Ty can be in another fantasy sport. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, at least, least you know bowling. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Baker's Decimal Dwayne one yeah decimal Dwayne was that a three repeat yeah. yeah it was it was then damn it <laughs> i was See, like that's, after they put in their team name as three pete i was like someone's gotta beat them we should have just played tyler just so that we could have just thrown them that's what i'm saying <laughs> meet me ty and aaron we're still there <laughs> hey i got a really good tuna sandwich out of that not bowling so Tuna. Okay with it. tuna sandwich. It was really good. <laughs> did you Joey's. put ketchup on it? No. Oh, really? I did not. I put ketchup oh. on my truffle fries. Okay. Oh, truffle fries. See, I love truffle fries. the only way to fries. make it manageable. Um, and then we should mention the last man standing, their yeah, new Thursday event. Mm -hmm. And then we can talk about the rest of Dext uh, Derek Sunday. Uh, Get into some Yeah, we don't know what Dexter did on Sunday, but no one I don't really did. care either. Drake <laughs> uh, <Greg> <laughs> Took down last man standing. Um, yeah, so great Greg, has, Greg has come to the conclusion that he is only a side event player. and <laughs> Hey, he made the cut. <laughs> yeah, did. no, he knows. He knows. 
Didn't do very well in the cut, but he... do, do you think? <laughs> but he's been amazing he... on Thursdays. I, I know, yeah. I know what his issue is. He ha- he has to get rid of that mustache. Since he had that mustache, shit has been terrible for him. Well, good news is I'm playing with him in trios. Oh, Regina, so good so... Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Locked w for you. We won last year, so you know two, Pete. <laughs> Been there, done that. It's all type the movie. <laughs> Not true. Derek. How how was the last man standing? It looks like it was super fun. That's a format that I'd love to play. It went pretty fast. Like, you know, I sometimes feel like those Thursday events can drag on. Um, sometimes, but I felt like it was like a good pace. Um, Especially when you're playing horses. Oh, we don't need to talk about that. But... <laughs> <laughs> It helped that we showed up halfway through too. That is not what I yeah. wanted to do. Where'd that go? Also, also that. That's um, what I was looking for. But yeah, uh, you know, obviously that first big chop in half, um, or by eight, um, takes out a a good chunk of players. So mm-hmm. it's three games for the first round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Dexter, who? Who did we all pick? Where's our picks from last week? Oh, God. oh, we didn't. I don't know if we wrote any down for. No, I only wrote down the. Um... I'm I'm pretty sure, and I said Greg somewhere. I don't know if that was the finals or it was this. Here goes Tim again. He <laughs> clarifies that we don't have the result or the yeah. pick, and then he's like, "I picked the winner." <laughs> sure, you did, bud. <laughs> Come on, it's coming up camp. <laughs> did you do that to Autumn Open too? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and that's why, that's why I wrote it down. And then I actually won. And uh, everybody else didn't care after that. So no. Like I said, no. Yeah. We still don't care. <laughs> 100%. Not even remotely. <laughs> I, someone, I did say Greg. I, I, think it was for, I think it was for the main event, though. Check um, the DMs. Yeah, I, I checked my um, DMs. I don't have it. That's for Len and Seth for prize payout. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> See, look, I did say Greg. Yeah. Oh, why, why are people backing you? <laughs> oh. You're supposed to let him flounder. Don't do Rick, it. No, Richie that, knows that, what that it's all about. Existed. That comment Rick, never Rick, existed. You, oh, it's Richie gone. knows what it's all about. Richie was the one, I believe, who got the what Northern you, Manitoba shirt. What are you talking he, about? He's the man. He's the man. There's, don't no, even. there's no comment. Dude, don't do not do me dirty. I, I did it. <laughs> so... Uh, this is something that I noticed here. Like, people that went out fairly early in the last man standings actually ended up doing quite well when it came to the main event. Like, Colton had made the cut. Uh, Riley made it to the six, the 32s. Alyssa made it to the 4s. Sam and Ryan, Kieran, like, all those players made it a fairly good run on Sunday. Matt Harms made it to the finals. Um, mm-hmm. Do you do think, we think that's just, like, you know, giving yourself, a, like, playing that Thursday event... Whether you played the earlier shift or not, it just get, it's an opportunity to learn the lanes, opportunity to find the line, figure out what's going to work for the weekend, right? I think so. 100%. Yeah, kind of like Derek had mentioned, like that house was a lot drier than what we have seen in the last few tour events. So it wasn't like you had to go from playing a center that was like not moving at all to getting a lot of movement. There was movement all weekend long. So mm-hmm. I, I think movement is key. Like if you can control it, if you absolutely have a sloppy lane with full of oil you're not going to get the that the breaks right you're not going to get the crackers and i and i really think like 
I mean, the, the bands are there, but you look at it, they had a little bit less entries here this year, but they had an improvement in scoring. So I think that's a, the kudos to the maintenance uh, and the bands and the less oil probably. And, and honestly, it, it just, it was, looks really good. I, I really think that like the pinfall was stronger. You still yeah. got the blow throughs though. I, I don't know if you'll ever get away from that at St. James for some reason that, that corner blow through is just a thing, but like, um, it was earlier in the the shifts. The ladies were skipping the front, weren't they? they were skipping yeah. In front of the two pins, and that wasn't happening later in the shifts. No. So I'm not sure what changed there. Like maybe the dryness in the lanes. I'm not too sure, but um, it was good pinfall. Just the head pins, just really big. Just <laughs> avoid that thing. Yeah, so if you guys can work on that for next year, please make a smaller head pin. Yeah, like <laughs> triangle the head pin, maybe. Might help. Sure just yeah. you, it'll just turn the wrong way. It'll be a complete <laughs> flat front face. Yeah, like that probably would happen. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure <laughs> no, the main no. sponsor, Aaron Ablas, would agree with smaller head pins. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm not sure that. if anyone watched Derek and Aaron's match. I was frustrated because I punched four times in a row and I looked over and Aaron, I think, had seven head pins or head seven. pin splits yeah. variations in a row. And uh, I shut my game. mouth really fast. <laughs> that seems so unlike you. Well, it might have been because he was in pain. It might have been that reason. No, that was after. That was the next game. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Derek, did you, did you break any any pins this year? I did not break any pins. I did, though, put a big divot in lane eight, or was lane seven, one or the other. I did put a big hole in the approach. Oh, <laughs> no, did I you didn't, drop it? But, oh, yeah. Yeah, and the whole crowd went bananas, and then I finally <laughs> threw a good one. And... Um, um, if people don't know out there, uh, Wayne is obviously Derek's dad, and he actually has a perfect game, unlike Derek. <laughs> You just can't let that one go, Tim. Eh? No, it's I, it's for our buddy Wayne. It's like your it's like your only claim to fame. Well, it's it's only it's 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 his only claim to fame. We got to give him some love there, but well, it is. He's had a lot of accolades, but yeah, that's still one he holds. Yeah. Three fifths of this podcast don't have a perfect game. That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? If you add them all. If we add them all We're just together, gonna take one of yours. Yeah. Yeah, you guys could have. I can give away a couple. Yeah. You can't even shoot a three hundred now. No, I can't. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you guys Jesus. do this. That's um, the problem. You don't shoot three hundred. You shoot perfect games. So yeah, fair. No sense. Yeah, figure that out. How to throw them more often. So congratulations <laughs> to Greg for winning Last Man Standing. Congratulations for Len runner up. Taylor McCaw, Akira, and Seth Forth. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I just, I just love seeing it. Taylor Michelle. I like seeing that less. Uh, <laughs> 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 Will Thompson, another young guy playing. It's awesome. Brian Askin, Alex Samir, Team Alex. Awesome. Good work, top eight. That's really good. I'm gonna. Oh. Um, was there, Derek, was there like a standout match or a standout moment on the Sunday besides winning uh, for you? 
Um, probably my match against, well, I probably had two, Glenn Howarth, um, bowling against, bowling against him. Like he was, he was a machine in our first pod and then his ailments kind of got the best of them and kind of faltered out. But you know, it's always good to bowl a legend. Um, so bowling Scotty Barber was super thrilling for me and, um, he ended up beating me, but it was still one of those where I was a little nervous to bowl against him and start. And then, I don't know, he's just, he was, I don't know, it's great to bowl against those those kind of guys. Mm-hmm. And so it was I think, really nice I think, for me. Like seeing Scotty come back and play, and with the lanes being so dry, it worked right into Scotty's wheelhouse, right? Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. He, he loves to watch the ball move. And move. It was, it was pretty cool to watch him. Yeah. He was zoned in there for a bit. It was he was fired up. Yeah, it was it was fun. <laughs> That's why I, like I, we were talking about Robbie earlier, and we know Robbie Shannis probably won't play too many more events. He's just doesn't feel it or has multiple reasons why. But he likes to see the ball move, and I think he would have excelled at St James too, just to see that that action, that motion. But and that's that's really why I figured Sly would play really well this weekend too. Yeah. He did. And he I did. Mean, he, he did for he, the... Yeah, top qualifier. He played really well. Mm-hmm. But... Um, so, Derek, I do have a question. I know we're probably going to go through the pods, maybe, or whatever we're going to talk about. But you playing Matt Harms, was there a comfortability factor again? I mean, I mean, it's. I mean, both <coughs> of you guys both have to get accolades. I don't remember the last time somebody's played each other back to back in the same finals. It's incredible. Yeah. I, I need to give Matt that kudos, right? Um, mm. He's gonna win one da- sometime. Tour finals or not, he'll win one of these events sometime down Absolutely. the road. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, uh, actually, uh, oh, to be honest, I was kind of rooting for Alyssa to beat him because I honestly thought that a second go around, like Matt would. So last year mm-hmm. he beat me the first game, and then I kind of clawed my way back and took the lead again, and that's kind of how it happened again this time. But before it happened, when he got in. And then he started bowling the first match, and he got out to a, a few strikes in a row. And I thought, oh, man, okay, it's his turn. I thought I thought he was just going to keep going. And then he kind of started missing the middle and a couple plows. And, and then I was just mm-hmm. able to – I changed my balls again, and I battled back and took a lead. And So it was kind of like the exact same as it was last year. But I definitely wasn't confident going into it, for sure, against Matt. Yeah. I I thought after game two, you came back, right? You had the big game in game two, and then you're up by a little bit. Uh, like, not substantial, but you're still up. And I yeah. thought after the um, third game, you started struggling, and he started off with a strike. And I thought, okay, this is the match where Matt can maybe come back. And unfortunately, both of you guys struggled that game, right? And I think you yeah. finished. I think you finished that game. And then you had you had a sub- uh, substantial lead going the last game. Yeah, I did. I threw in, I threw a couple marks in four or five, and it. Yeah. And then I think he plowed one more time, and that was that was the end of that. But yeah, <clears throat> that, that's yeah. got to be a good feeling, like um, knowing now, Derek. You're obviously in the lead of the WCU Tour points. You're you're going to be at Tour Finals. Yeah. Mark Miller, Ty, Matt Harms most likely Tim because he has the win 
Team Innovator. Um, like <laughs> that doesn't matter. You guys are a bunch of losers. <laughs> now going for the rest of the season, like now it's padding stats and seeing if you can take down player of the year, right? Like yeah. and getting that bonus money, getting the buy and stuff like that. How do you mentally go into the next tournament knowing that like okay, I I'm good for two or finals. Now now what is the goal obviously to win the, t- the tournament because that's everybody's goal but mm-hmm. is that extra level um kind of taken away now that you you know you're good i don't have uh i don't have two different levels honestly well i guess i kind of do league play i kind of it's fun and everything else but when it comes down to tournament it's close my eyes and and go forward right so yeah mm-hmm. I, I don't i think honestly right now the high that I'm on for the last year and a half has been really good. So I kind of just don't want to look backwards. So I don't, I probably won't put my, take the foot off the gas. So my mindset will still be going in, try to win this one too. And, and see how, how far I can go. And who knows, maybe like, even if I place another third or top five, then it really solidifies player of the year. Right. So, yeah. Unless it's unless it's done done and it, I got player of the year, then there's no stopping yet. So yeah, with two two tournaments ago, like you, Mark, and Ty, like you guys are fairly close in points. Like yeah, it, it's really going to depend on you three. Matt Harms obviously can still make a move. T- Tim can obviously make a move with two really good finishes as well. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I just I really think yeah, that well. 170 mark now is kind of something to look at because. Like, there's five people over 170 already. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Holy crap. I just think it, it's the fifth tournament and more more tour members makes it going to be make it higher. That's just – it is. I, I, I think 170 I'm looking at is like, I don't know. But uh, I'm still pretty confident it will be okay. Yeah, we, we balanced it so 170 should definitely get you in because that's a win. But even if uh, we'll have a meeting – like if for some reason the 170 mark doesn't get you in, there'll be like an exemption because we can't have a tour or an event winner not be in tour finals. That seems stupid to me, but that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> might, might well, that means he has to play another or... event. Yeah, Tim just needs to qualify maybe. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, you, I, uh, you qualified in in, Red, in Calgary, right? I did. I got eight. Eight yeah. points. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, one seventy-eight. That's lots. Huge. Do Do you guys still feel <laughs> like, even though these cuts are so much bigger now, like forty-eight cuts, forty cuts, that like it's still top thirty-two? If you're not in the top thirty-two, like, did you really make it? Uh, well, I made the top thirty-two <laughs> in Calgary, but I mean, technically. Oh. But I did. I won a single spot. I had it. Don't even. Don't even fuck with me here, okay? Where's a single spot? Really defensive there. I don't know. I'm guessing myself now. I think you got thirty fourth actually to get eight points. Oh, you probably would know that. Uh... Yeah, I probably would. Big money, big money, no whammies, big money, no I really could look at 36. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. That's an old one. That's an old one. That's an old one. That's an old one. No, that is this year. 
No, it's a 2022 on there. That's a, No, it says 2023. It's 100% this year. Where? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm having a, no, I'm having a meltdown. It's not happening. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, 36. Oh, nope. That's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> 36. Oh, was it 36 last year, too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's like 36 this year. Yeah, but this one's, this one's 48, guys, and I shot a 351 for 1946. <laughs> to, to, to get to 36. <laughs> well done. Wow. Mm. Anyways. No, I, I yeah. really want you guys to answer the question. Do you still feel that the 32 is the actual cut? Would, would you consider it a successful weekend if you finish outside the 32? I guess is my question. No. Probably not. But I like that you, you have an easier opportunity 40th. of making the cut, but Look, and, and every everyone's idea of what success is gonna be is different anyways. It's subjective, right? So yeah, like, for sure. For, for us, sure. Yeah, I'm, sure. That's why I'm asking you guys. Yeah, top thirty two for us for sure. Yeah. I, well, and if me, you were fortieth and won the tournament, would you be dissatisfied? That, no, if you're fortieth no. and you won the tournament then you finish first. Yeah. Sure. But then, so it's successful, right? Yeah. No, so even I mean, though like, you didn't place in the top 32. But, like, if you make the cut and then you lose right away and you've ended up, like, being, like, 38th or something. Then no. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finishing position. <laughs> I think, for me, because, like, all of our, most of our cuts are still, like, 40 or 48, but then it goes down to the 32. Mm -hmm. It feels more like... There's an extra round of the tournament now that their cuts are so big and the entry numbers are so big. It's like, okay, here is not like a consolation prize, but like here is a reward for people who bowl really well, but we just have so many people that that 32 number is like ridiculous. Here's a chance to get out of that like main group of people bowling that like grueling shift and having a chance, but it doesn't really feel like it's the cut like you're still yeah, looking for to that me 32. to me it feels like the consolation event just expanded and yeah, now you I, have more people and getting it kind a of consolation depends on the tournament too because like so like yeah. that's the that's the way we viewed it as tpc and that's the big reason why it's the 40 cut with then you, then you have like the 25 through 40 play in to make a top 32 because we still wanted it to be a traditional 32 cut but we wanted to expand it without without playing Constellation. So it was mm -hmm. a way of doing that, adding in an extra spot, eight spots, so that we don't have to run Constellation, but still make it a 32 cut. That's why we don't run both sides, because we still want it to be a 32 cut. But Regina is different, where Regina is really traditionally, it's a 40, it is a 40 cut. Because yeah. they run both sides differently. You can be, you know, you can lose on the 40s on the A side, but still play on the 40s on the yeah. B side. Yeah, I guess it's just because we're so used to playing the 32 cut system that we look at the events and we're like, oh, once you make it into the 32 round or whatever, that's when you're like, yeah. okay, now the you finals are starting. Like this is this is what I bowled all week to get to, right? It wasn't. I don't, is that I don't want to downplay making a cut. Like um, Alex kind of posts in there, it feels like the cuts are easier now and less challenging. It's because we added those spots. Um, I don't want to take away from people that make that cut because obviously it's still, 
it's still only 40 players out of 130 individuals, right? So it's still a decent cut. I just think it's lost a little bit of the edge. And like you could you could make the cut, it, let's say at St. James, and lose out right away and literally only get two points on tour. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it, there's 48 players. I I think I think there's I think there's two ways you think about it. It might be, oh I don't I don't it might be a little easier to make the cut, but there's still a lot of great players there. But I think mm-hmm. it's also gonna be more challenging on Sunday, right? And yes. and 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 then you look at it this way, um, a lot of the people out there. I'm not picking on Alex. Alex is this time, but Alex will play a lot of shifts in order to give himself a chance. If he makes those that cut, that forty or forty eight or whatever it is cut. Lisa has some money. Like Lisa helps him, and then he can build his way back up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think there's a bonus to it. Um, yeah, and and I, I I just think it's there's more of a positive thing to it than to a negative. I think in Regina, that's the mm-hmm. one that oh, I like the ex- expansion of it, the scoring and and maintenance and everything they do, whatever they do there, it's incredible. The scores are so huge. I don't think that number deters. It's it's a lot, little bit easier, even though last year was maybe not so much still, right? But yeah, yeah. Hmm. I I agree with you there. I think it makes the Sunday a lot tougher for sure because now you yeah. got to get through forty players or forty eight players. Now that cut. Now that Sunday's like, oh my god! Now, well, we just added so many players. <laughs> here we are talking about that buy again at the start, and Regina has now. You, now you're playing both sides. It's not adding three games; it's adding six, yeah. right? No matter what, you're adding six. So if you go on a deep run, you're adding, right? That's that's a lot of games. That is a substantial yeah. amount of games to add, especially if you're running both sides. If you're not mm-hmm. running both sides, then okay. But uh, yeah, the yeah, Sundays. I, I feel like the Sundays have, have gotten yeah. harder. Yeah, it's yeah. more grueling. Yeah. I agree with that. I think I think maybe making the cut has become, let's say two balls easier or whatever the reason is it's become a little bit easier but yeah it's made the sunday extremely tougher right i think that that's a good way to look at it um tim hooper was kind of saying he doesn't know if it's hard to make top 32 at 130 entries or top 40 at 200 entries top top 32 like three years ago or two years ago when it was 270 or 300 entries on his 32 cut. That was that was tough. Regina yeah. 2240 cut. Yeah. You know? Okay. Like okay. That, that that was the tough. I as soon as we started going to four and into five shifts, um, giving them more opportunities, the 130 entries, when we had the 130, it was like, oh my god, we got 130. Now it's really like, oh my god, we're so bad, right? But but we got the 130. 32, we playing three shifts. I guarantee you a lot of us played Friday and we played Saturday afternoon, right? There was barely ever t- somebody three shifting it or whatever else it was. I also know it was a little bit different atmosphere. We used to have a little bit more drinks. There used to be a little bit, <laughs> a little bit easy going because it was, the cut wasn't as uh, indicative and has as tough as it is. We turned into a professional, like as Carrie says, the tour is a professional thing, but it, just everything has turned that way, right? I think more than ever. Well, it's it's the way it goes. We're having sixty more players than we used to have entries before. I mean, there there was it, back in the day, a TPC was one hundred and twenty entries. We're now getting yeah. one hundred seventy players. Yeah, like that's that's a that's such a huge difference. 
Yeah, I and I agree with Darcy. Having the larger cuts makes people traveling a lot gives them an extra Absolutely. extra room to make that cut. Yeah, for sure. It's it's just now you look at Manitoba where like you still had a hundred, hundred and ten, hundred and ten of some of the best players in Canada, but only a hundred and seventy entries, and you're giving forty eight cut. Now making that cut, you we the cut money was three hundred dollars. Was yeah. it worth playing again? Was it worth now you run into okay now the travel costs come into effect and stuff like that. So it's kind of to me the way it felt was the way it felt. Let's say. 15 years ago when you made the cut you right. you made your cut money back or your, your entry money back that was it you had to run deep in Sunday to make any money yeah. um, not saying that's what's going to happen next year because I think Manitoba ran it so awesome this year that I would be surprised if there wasn't more people going to it and it it deserves the support they run a hell of an event yeah their sponsorship yeah. was insane I, yeah, I'm, man, I, the amount of sponsorship that they went out and got and like it, and the what they did leading up to the event, a shout out back to the sponsors, the videos and stuff like that. I know personally as a WCBT rep, we need to put more investment into finding more sponsors and doing that kind of thing. They are setting a bar for sure. Winnipeg showed that that's what it takes. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, we just need to strap our on our, our walking boots and start hitting up people again you should you should strap on <laughs> this is a professional is, podcast is this why we're talking about winnipeg uh, <laughs> peggers yeah <laughs> anyways yeah. anyways we tangent there um so derek do you have any advice for i mean obviously like you're on a bit of a heater right now you know mm-hmm. open singles gold <clears throat> two WCBT tour titles in the last two years. Any advice, coaching tips, practice strategies, equipment recommendations? Bowl at a really bad house and work on your (laughs) spare shots? Like, I don't know. I'll I'll switch it over to just having fun at league. I don't know. It seems to have helped. It's kept my composure a little bit better when I'm getting tapped i'm not not getting angry as much i'm finding that if i plow i'm kind of making a proper judgment of myself rather than get so frustrated i throw away pins or stuff like that which i did on the weekend anyways but it just happens less and less so i I, like i don't know try to find the joy back in the game again would be my recommendation and um yeah just start having a little bit more fun with it and and then mm-hmm. even like so the Sunday the finals, everybody joking around and stuff like that. I kind of got into that, and it kind of took away from how serious the match really was. And I don't know, it seemed to help lighten the mood. And with everybody being loud and not quiet, it was. It, did it help like with it, Taylor Michelle about a case of oh! beer deeper? Oh man! Well, <laughs> I tell you, if he got into Matt Harms's head, then it worked. But. Yeah. Man, I tell you, it's the only reason I joked around too is because I think if I was in Matt's shoes, I feel like he needed to play play a little bit more with Michelle and maybe, I don't know. It was tough to say. I don't know how Matt was thinking, of, but I know if I was in his shoes, I would have had to 
play off of it a little bit more just so that it didn't bother me. But, but yeah, if I'll give him credit for if that's what happened because it was really loud. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I think Matt's um, pretty solid mental mental wise for bowling. I don't think uh, the crowd played into it too much of the the final result, but it's a uh, such a tight atmosphere in St. James, right? Everybody's right there, especially on lane seven and eight. Like they are yeah, no walking literally <laughs> almost in your shoes, right? So yeah. yeah. Um. So Derek. Um. I have another two-part question. So, one, how many shifts have you played this year? With TPC, how many did you play? Uh, one. One, yeah. And how many did you play at Autumn? Was it like five? Three. Okay, three. So, that's yeah. you have 80 games. 40 games. 40 games in that, right? So, that's what I'm using for your Boxing Day average. I'm not using your <laughs> your, your Bowling Depot average. because yeah, my- Tell everybody what your Bowling Depot average is. 225. Yeah, green and gold champion Bullshit. For, for life. <laughs> Dude, green, and gold, green and gold has the 10-point drop rule. It, it doesn't exactly. matter when you sandbag it that much. It's going to go up after Tuesday. I threw an 800 triple, so... <laughs> I found a good set of lanes, so it was good. <laughs> such, a, such a loser. What was the second part of the question? <laughs> well, I asked him about... I asked him about that, and I asked him about his average. I asked him how many shifts he bowled, and I asked him about his average. Yeah. One plus one equals two. Uh, there you go. You <laughs> couldn't figure out how many games he played, though. It was 80, apparently. If you add Sunday in, in there, at least you 80, yeah. in Winnipeg shift, then, because that, that'll lower my the, that cumulative oh, average. Okay, then. so 40, 48. <laughs> you're still, either way, you're going to be over... Your two twenty five. I'll take my two thirty one that I had last year. Then <laughs> I, 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 fucking, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I can't wait for my Boxing Day average. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, and you're at Sherwood bowling that low. Sherwood's yeah, easy. It's... I don't know why you're having such I'm, a hard I'm, time. I'm I'm two thirty five. I'm two thirty. Frick, it's gone up. No, no, the other league. I'm two forty nine. <laughs> I'm 249. Yeah. I, um, I, I honestly, I, I play with Henry's son, Jesse. So, yeah, I understand why. I'm just average. Just average, rubbing off on you. Yeah. Yeah. Before we kind of wrap up the Manitoba Open talk, um, quick shout out to Alyssa Campbell. She is in the top 12 for the WCBT. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It's wicked. Mm-hmm. Did, Brooke, yeah. did Brooke pay for a membership? No, unfortunately, she did oh. not. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one, too. Uh, it was nice seeing Tompkins comment on that. <laughs> Leach has a good attitude about it all, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Time for a wheel? Yeah. Sure. That's true. do I'll have to thank um, ChatGPT because I use ChatGPT to refill the wheel. Really? It's getting a little sparse. GPT. Is that working? Huh? ChatGPT. You, you just broke Tim. <laughs> he has no idea what you're talking about. Oh, man. What's that? Artificial intelligence that outmatches your intelligence. Oh. 
That's it. Didn't we do this already? No. no, I don't think we did one for the season. We already did. We already talked about this. Dream crushers. Moving on. Yeah. For yeah. the season? Not a chance. Well, I tell you what, next chance is going to make the finals and lose again. Uh, Topplers had Topplers had some bad luck. Uh, the Roses. I, I will say that on that end. And I, th if there's a team, I, I think is going to be the the Dynamite. It's going to be a team that's going to be forced to be wrecked right now. Yeah. Way to pick a team that is leading, Tim. Bandwagoner. <laughs> we, we, already, we already talked about this, guys. I said that in a podcast previous. Did, did, did you actually? <laughs> Dexter wrote these ones down because I watched him write these ones down. Oh, these ones? Did I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, because oh, no. you guys were doing MVPs and all that other stuff as well. Oh, we did. Yeah. Hmm. Why would you? Why would you bring up old news, Tyler? <laughs> oh shoot! That was pretty cool, dude. That was Vic? amazing. Who's Rick? We know who Vic it was. Vic. It was Vic. <laughs> Vic yeah. <laughs> Vic, I don't know probably. where those are. That was wicked. Oh, uh, yeah. obviously I wanted them though. So. Yeah. I honestly I, think so. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tim. So does Alpha I just? Cat I love his voice. Him? No, it's a cameo, probably. It, it was, was yeah, memo. It was memo. Yeah. Yeah. So we oh, okay. paid for. That's but, awesome, yeah. though. I I thought it was great. Um, I lo I love his voice. So I just it was really good. Me me and Tyler were he... sitting there Sunday night, and we were talking about. It. I was like, I don't even know if Vic is on like cameo or anything. I searched, I couldn't find them, but apparently Al knew the right site to look. He found yeah. That is and awesome. he brought up the old TSN stuff too, yeah. like he used yeah. to be in. So that was kind of a cool prompt into there. Yeah, it was funny. Like I, I, I caught the end of TSN growing up. Like I watched some of it live, but didn't really. I wasn't as in bowling when it was on, and I mean Amanda made that post the day before saying like, "Oh, it'd be great to have Vic, uh, kind of caption it," and I didn't know who it was. I was thinking it was some like curling announcer or someone from Winnipeg. And as soon as I heard his voice, it was just like memory flood of like yeah. old TSN. And I was like, yeah. whoa. Core memory. Yeah. 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 I, he was so, he was so good. I love, and our, our Armitage was the other guy, right? Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, you can go on there. I wanted to get uh, Bob McKenzie because I wanted to get, I was, I was joking about trading Jamin off the team and get Bob McKenzie to tell him that there's an insider trading and he was off the team. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it, it would have been awesome. I mean, there's still time to do that, but. <laughs> oh. Uh -huh. Who, who's going to pay for that, Palmer? That's what I want to know. <laughs> the average pros. Do you know how much cash the flow they have? Yeah, Vic, Vic doesn't do things for free. It's not like us suckers. We don't, we got, got, yeah, yeah, got guys. We know everybody I, by I first wonder. names. We, we might. I don't know. Let's not just completely discount that idea. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll get him to announce our finals when we win that. I was going to say, can you do our pro tour final? That'd be wicked. Oh, man, could you imagine getting him to commentate it? Just, yeah. If we did unreal. voiceovers after the matches, then we could absolutely do that. Fly him out. 
Well, Johnstone might get on tour finals, so then we might need a replacement for Johnstone. So Vic, Katie, and Vic. <laughs> why? Why? Why oh. do you say? Why do you say maybe? Johnny is gonna make it. Right. I was, yeah. but, but he's a bomber. <laughs> As a human being, you cheer for Mark. I'm not jinxing it, Tim. How about that? Let's go with that. You're an idiot. Don't... <laughs> Wow, some like, kind of friend you are. You're the one, as long as as long as long as you're not the one trolling, then everyone else can shut the fuck up, right? Do, do you know what? I, I, tomorrow, Cherry walks in. Mark's mad. Sunday, Cherry walks in. Daryl and Mark are going to be mad. It just it's it's a losing situation at work for him right now. <laughs> I didn't say anything about the bombers. No, but when you know if something happens on Sunday, you know maybe there's a W. It, it, I understand. Well, tough, there's going right? to be a W. Yeah, for the yeah. bombers. No, for the crushers. I can't Look. wait till next week when we can make a video montage of Tyler being wrong. <laughs> I'll deny Derek, it. You're a rose. Leave leave the bombers <laughs> alone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> DJ, spin that shit. What's that from? God, I am young. Eminem, eight mile. Oh. Who's that? Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? <laughs> Techniques have they involved? Yes. So, this was, yeah, something from like watching the old CBCs on, or watching the old CBCs from like the 80s to what we have now. And why did it change? Uh, I oh, think, so I let's think go the, with how, or how did it change first? I, I think it went from wood, wood, wood pins to plastic pins the bands changing to free fall free fall free fall the strings and 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 i think obviously lanes i think those four things are huge right synthetic lanes now it's become a power game it's become more of a power game and and that that stems that stems from free fall a hundred percent hundred percent you add in the strings you could wrap pins around in a whole bunch of places like you can get the string pulls absolutely the, the the loss of free fall made it less about accuracy and more about speed and rotation. You still need to be accurate, but there's um there's a little bit more of a getaway if you throw the ball harder now. Do you think there's been a foundational change from the three step arm out pendulum swing? Like, has that gone to the wayside? Is it just, you know, make what works work? I just don't, like, um, obviously there's some bowling schools and still that kind of stuff going on. But I think it, from what I've seen of the youth coming up and coming out of bowling schools and stuff like that, yeah, it's moved away from the the standard be balanced at the line um to more of how do how do you generate more speed, more power, and yeah. controlled aggressiveness? Just, yeah, yeah, it just shows the I results. Think the game has also evolved to a point where there's a higher education in it. If if that makes some sort of sense, there's there's a better understanding of techniques and stuff too. But what is very different from now, from twenty years ago, thirty years ago, is better understanding of equipment. Um, because before everybody had shoes and had sliders on both feet and whatever, you, you just had sliders. You, you never changed them. Um, our equipment's at a point where you could change those. People change balls 
all the time now. There's there's an actual whether people want to admit it or not. There's an actual science to bowling balls. There is, um, and people are starting to buy into that too. And I think that makes a big difference too. So, as much as like the technique side has changed a little bit, I think the education yeah. side of it has changed as well. Wood to synthetic as well. Yeah. yeah. And and house ball, I mean house balls. You you had to just use house balls until the early nineties. Yeah, right? the game the game's equipment has become more consistent, right? Yeah, but right I, synthetics, I will personal bowling it's balls, evolving for your own shoes. Better. Like it's just it's just more consistent. How you can build off consistency. Speaking of like the power game, I think that has definitely been adapted from synthetic lanes as well. I mean, you wouldn't think that it would make that much of a difference, but I could tell you wholeheartedly that, like, when we switched from having wood and black bases to synthetic with the black bases, it is dramatically different. It is dramatic. You see it in our center, you see it in Topper, you see it in other places that have the same lanes and the black bases. We get way more deflection than we used to. I don't understand why. I don't. And we keep trying to find good solutions, balanced solutions to it, and there just doesn't seem to be a great balanced solution to it. And with well, that, we, we're trying to find... People have to find ways to adapt, and sometimes that means more speed, sometimes that means more weight behind the ball, or different angles. So the game is changing that way. But, um, yeah, the, synth the synthetics have changed the game too, for sure. Yeah. You have to adapt. I think adaptability is way more important now than it used to be. Um, I think uh, you're playing with more with uh, equipment than you are with oil conditions. I, I don't know I, what I see because most, mostly where we play, it's all pretty much the same conditions. The approaches is what we worry about the most. Yeah, I I, I think at least you wor we worry about your feet than uh, than the ball itself out here. But if you go down east, they have it's much drier, right? So you have to learn how to adapt to that too. But yeah, um, ad uh, adapting is something that needs to. Yeah, that everyone needs to work on, and it, it just it's just different adaptations now. Different lines are super important. You need you need to learn how to find a line that's gonna throw strikes, um, especially with how like intense these tour finals and stuff are too. So, if things aren't working, you have to like you have to spend the time to practice to find other solutions that you may not have had before, and then actually practice them, and then feel. Mm -hmm comfortable to make those changes mm -hmm. in game time situations mm -hmm. um so here's yeah. go ahead uh, here's the other thing i just i but do you think the mental games change for all this or is it stay the same or has it evolved as well i mean because that's two different facets of the game well there's only one person old enough to answer the mental game from the 60s and it's carrie so <laughs> you had to clarify because i think derek's older <laughs> yeah just a little bit <laughs> but carrie's my target yeah. um what was the question all i heard is i'm old <laughs> so i forgot it already there it is, Gramps. <laughs> that's the alzheimer's <laughs> has the mental game changed as well as the physical game i think the professional level of the bowling has changed the mental game I think before a lot of these players would go to all these events, I think their mental game was very strong, the ones that did tour. But I think there's a lot more players touring now that their mental game has adapted because of that reason. 
I don't think it's become more of a mental game. I think it's just there's more players using a mental game because they're just playing more events. There's just more touring players in the end of the day than there used mm-hmm. to be. You're forced to take it a little bit more serious. The the things you do notice too is that like the people that are making the cuts all the time too, you don't you don't see them panic. It, it it's the the people that like understand that hey like a bad game's gonna happen like one seventy six like okay you shoot a one seventty six that's okay I've I'm two for two in cuts this year both of those cuts have had a shot hundred and eighty or uh, hundred and eighty or less right and I and I I have one shift to both of them but you can't panic because like scores will come trust yourself and that's the biggest thing is learn how to trust and have confidence in your game and the scores will come back you just can't panic right away mm. you can't have two of those but you can have one you know i i, I love watching over the like since the tour inception even a little bit before but i love to watch players that just made the cut or are new to the cut or maybe their second cut or those players who might have a chance for the for the um for the make the cut and you're watching it and uh and you're watching them try to either do well in either situation and then versus a pro, right? You can see them, like, you know, being inexperienced or whatnot, and then you see them five years from now, and then you watch them, and then you see the difference on them, right? Um, and I, I said it, like, like prime example, just thinking top of my head, is the Latondra bro- uh, brothers, right? They were talented, but they um, – they're just lacking experience. And then you can see them coming into TPC this year when they're the same spot they've been in the past and they've done it. Right. So I think mm-hmm. it's just experience is, is a big thing for everybody out there. Right. Derek, I feel like you shook your head. No. So what? That the mental game has not changed. Um, I, I guess not for everybody, but I don't know. I feel like it hasn't. Cause I know my, I know my focus when I'm, in a tournament compared to yeah i don't know i'd like to say it hasn't changed because i know i when i'm on the lane i do the exact same breath same thoughts Mm. so i don't feel like my focus has changed at all but i think um it might not be wrong i i think you already had it instilled before everything else kind of changed right and like I don't, I don't think my mental game has really changed a lot, but I think preparation has changed a lot. Well, I can say my thought process is different because before I would never change balls; I'd always just push through. I'm good with soft rolls. I'll, I'll, I'll make lane adjustments, and that'll, that'll help. But it really hasn't. So, just uh, like for, I'll say the game against Brook. Two two frames in, I was already back to soft rolls, and then started the match against her. And I was two frames; I was already back to my rubbers, just because of each lane was drier or something. So my mental game probably changed there, where I would have never switched. I would have just struggled through no, and yeah. and and keep using the soft rolls. And if I don't make it, I don't make it. But I think I maybe that's kind of what you're referring to is making the proper changes when you need to instead of hesitating and i i know i can i can speak for personal experience my mental game is definitely worse now than it 
ever was before. Like, 100%. I just... you. I get into panic mode early in Sunday matches, and I don't seem to pull myself out of it. Where before, I seem to grind through Sundays and just find ways to win and stuff like that. And that's kind of funny, because I was horrible in the the round of 32 but i won matches like i'd i'd pull it out in 10. i won five out of seven matches but my bowling my actual bowling was horrible and i don't know if i dragged down my opponent with me and then i was like ah sucker beat you in 10. like i mm -hmm. have no idea no idea what happened but it's shown the last few years like on sundays i can qualify but get me to a sunday and i haven't been very good for sure but we all go through those lulls like 2010 was the first autumn open win I had. And then it wasn't until last year I got another one. So yeah, for sure. there's a big gap where, uh, yeah, I still made cuts and stuff, but I never made it to the end. And like, there were times where I wasn't close, like a couple second places at Shearwood. But other than that, it, it was never yeah. really what it is now, but mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe so, it's just a, I could say maybe it's just the same for you, Carrie, that it could be yeah, one maybe. bad lull and, you just find something and snap out of it and go on a heater. Do you, maybe it's not mental game. Maybe it's a mixture between um, experience and confidence. I think confidence is a good thing because if you're playing confident, I think mm. um, like Derek. Derek, it's I bet Derek. It it's part of a mental part though to have. I, I, I but I, I think I think it's when you're running with with like doing well in events. I think it's. It's an easier thought process than when you're not. When you're not, I mean, Derek's won Manitoba. He, he did well at the Tour Finals. Well, he was there, um, and then uh, just don't have to he, overthink. Yeah, op Open Nationals. He obviously did well. He did Manitoba, so he's had a, a good run. It's a lot easier for him to think through it than somebody maybe who hasn't made a few cuts in a while, right? Yeah, yeah. very true. Yeah. We want to do one more, or we want to shut her down now been an hour and a half we've been dragging these it people wednesday night an hour and 26 <laughs> minutes carrie hour and 26. okay we got four minutes oh man bring it on time oh as i almost <laughs> hit end podcast instead of share screen Whoops. Oh, they're so close <laughs> i didn't actually know where my mouse was on my screen <laughs> oh. oh. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Oh. yes. Oh man. Okay. This is a good has, one to end this on. This it has it. to be it has it has to be white. And for anybody in Emmett who doesn't wear white, Bruce Mortar will be very upset. Yeah, you, well, obviously. You're just your own person, but so, I mean, seriously. I'm glad Dexter removed himself or got removed. Because I made this so. because I and I, I will say it on Fox. I think the decision that Masters Alberta Association, the Alberta Masters Association made, is the dumbest decision we've had in bowling in the last fifteen years. And it's not to disrespect the association. I think the association has done great things, but that one decision is the dumbest decision they've ever made, which is that you have to wear a plain colored sock. They're not distracting. If we are competing at the level we're competing at, and you're distracted by someone's sock. No. You need to investigate I, your own issues. Okay. Tyler, Tyler, they can't have a gray bottom on a white sock, dude. You can, somebody can see through your shoes. 
You're like, I have white, gray black, bottoms and white blue. socks. And like, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to tread this. I don't know. I don't know how to tread say this. what you want to say. This podcast. Well, okay. So nobody's I'm, supposed to hold you accountable for what you say on this podcast. It's I'm, in our disclaimer. And if I'm, somebody I'm, wants to. <laughs> They can contact Look, me okay. directly, and I'll tell them to go shove it. It's it's fine. So <laughs> I'm VP on Masters. I wasn't there for that meeting. I do oh, yeah, I not call, agree with the rule personally. I think there are, I think there are far bigger things that we need to worry about in the game than Sock Keller. I think that the idea of socks being distracting, socks not being uniform with uniform, is irrelevant when everyone has different colored shoes oh now our shoes what? are gonna have to be the same color so like, wh- why why are we worried about that when everyone can wear whatever they want for shoes what if you're distracted by socks you have bigger problems i have what, never what? once been distracted by socks in my entire life so like do i i i disagree with it because i think what we are missing in the game and now i understand masters is about being being uniform and being part of a, a collective group um, and as such they want you to look as a collective group and that's where the uniform part comes in but I think a big part of what the game is missing is personality we need a market personality and the socks were literally the only thing we had left in the uniform that that you could show personality and I, I think personality well, is important Shoes so, you can show personality a bit too, because Tyler has a pair of like tie dye. I just changed them. Yeah, yeah. Did you? But you I, did. I I, I, I can't bowl beside them. It like, distracts me. Oh, um, so like, well, they're coming out for the open then. Question. Question here. So at a Masters National, the team has to be uniform, right? So like, no, it's not. It's, it's not a Masters right? National rule. It's it's just an Alberta. Yeah. Right. So, what about at the Alberta level when people wear a colored belt? That was what they said would you know that that we had that discussion as well, where it's like, hey, like, you know, is is are people going to go and do that instead? Well, me and, and me and Darby and did it for years. We wore red belts. Absolutely. So. I don't well, understand. Year, uh, do we, the year do we, we bought have... the white belt with the blue buckle and the white buckle, the interchangeable yes. one. Like, do, yeah. are, are we only allowed to have blue ponytail, whatever you call them? Mm, hair, hair ties, ties and yeah, stuff like that. Whatever. Are you only allowed to have blue? Why Why are you guys picking on Brad? So, so like, like <laughs> look, I respect our board. I respect our board's decisions. Sure. I, 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 disagree. Rules, but... I disagree with the rules. I think in an era where we're facing low numbers for these, like, obviously not in tour events, but in non-cash events where people are are spending their own money to play for prestige, and you're going to put more barriers in there, like, not that people can't go out and buy a $3 pack of white socks, but, like, seriously, if that's one more thing that I have to think about when I go to Masters. Even if that costs us one person not to play... Was it worth it? I'm not gonna lie. If it was black I, socks, I wouldn't play. I'm a white socks kind of guy. I bought like 15 pairs of funky socks last year. Exactly. I loved. But but I understand the person that brought up the rule or the people that have the the issue with it. 
-hmm. if we lose them because we didn't make the real change, was it worth it? So it's a double-edged sword for sure. My my feeling was... uh, Sorry, sir. Go ahead. I I, I want to cut you off. I, I don't think the rule was actually... I think it's somebody was discussing something and it turned into this. It went down a rabbit hole. And, and right. I think so it, why yeah. wasn't that rabbit hole discussed with before it was made? Uh, I think it was probably discussed. Referendums. It, yeah, and it just went down. Put it to I the people. Yeah. yeah, put it to the people. Put it to your – send out a newsletter to every Masters Association member and – ask for their opinion because they're not being represented properly if it was a rabbit hole that got brought up and screwed over but on the other side of this question no the color of socks doesn't matter wear whatever socks you want doesn't matter you shouldn't be looking at the other player on the lane you should be looking at no picking your your own socks it almost feels like this was the same rabbit hole we went down with the lululemon too yeah. Oh, I will say C five dress code has changed. For the good. Do we? Can we not have a full like dress code talk, please? <laughs> oh no, I like. <laughs> we, don't, we don't. We don't do it. We don't do it, and like we hate doing it on board meetings. Why are we doing it here? Because, because this is the podcast, enjoyable. and this we're is, supposed to be bringing we're the information to, to the people. people. Joy we are time. the pioneers of change. Time. The pioneers of change. <laughs> we don't don't. Don't bring I'm, us down. We were on a good topic. I'm, I'm glad we got rid of the pad. Oh, he's back. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, ooh. Um, uh, no, okay. I have lucky socks, but it's not based on color. I have lucky underwear. Are they going to take that away from me, too? Are they all? Are they both holy? Is that where we're going with? Is that what uh, you're they're just, just a thong. I mean, is that okay? Okay, I guess I need to tuck my shirt in, guys. Sorry. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> well, now that everyone is upset. That was a fun ending. Yeah. <laughs> now we're all riled up. <laughs> so it's thoughts, been a wonderful thoughts. evening. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> are we allowed to have Sundays? Are we allowed to have ankle socks or is it just tube socks? Oh, here we go. You can. You, hey, wear Catch tube us on socks. Sunday. <laughs> and roll them down. There's plenty of people that do it. Oh, okay. All right, I can do that. We're playing musical chairs. <laughs> yeah, everybody's jumping around. Let um, people wear hats. Oh, my God. <laughs> next week. That'll be on the wheel. Don't you worry. Oh, Derek, I need to put your wheel topic on here. Yeah. I forgot about that. You want another, you want another topic? Do you yeah. Why are... Why are earbuds allowed in bowling? They're not supposed oh. to be. Well, one oh, association doesn't that. allow it. The other yeah. one does. Bull, no, bull yeah, Canada only, doesn't only, allow Bull Canada is the only one with a rule against it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's my thought. Okay. Maybe it's unpopular. <laughs> well, this, I thought this podcast was over. This, this podcast is over. No, 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 no. You can make a no, Facebook no. post after, Tim. <laughs> You can make a Facebook post after. Tyler, We're going to end the podcast. Okay. I was only making okay, suggestions to right, so, the wheel. So <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to kick Tim right out of here. I can do that. Earbuds. Earbuds. If you know that was a, su- that was a suggestion. We're not wheel. doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. It was a suggestion for the wheel. <laughs> all right. All right. Next week. 
Yes. There we go. Next week. But earbuds. But in in the meantime, (laughs) you can catch us on Sunday for Pro League. Pro League this Sunday. Two streams. Watch the Dream Crushers lose. Were you? What were you about to say? The Dream Crushers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. (laughs) All right. Go Bombers. Um, End it here. If you want the earbud conversation next Wednesday. Oh Thanks, God. everybody, for watching and being a part of our conversation. We'll talk to you all later. Bye. Sayonara. Thanks, everyone. Bye.